The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app we're on podbean spotify google podcast apple podcast we're also on dash radio every single weeknight at 7 p.m also make sure to check out the five reasons youtube channel we've got before floor that's before every heat game we've got post up five our clutch corner just went last night and of course all of our dolphins programming and five reasonsports.com that's where you get no paywall sports content all the south florida teams and again you don't have to pay for it we always want to thank our sponsors we want you to reach out to our local sponsors in particular including our friends over at cpt cpt what do you need them for you need them for it that's what you got to get from cpt of south florida you can find them at cpt dash florida.com so reach out to tj ask about the promotion 25 percent off cloud phone service including free phones and the first two months of service free tj and cpt have been helping south florida businesses save thousands per month they can do the same for you you got to be mobile these days and with a cloud phone system you can work from anywhere on any device so give tj a call at 954-966-2766 that's 954-966 2766 or go to cpt-florida.com and now tonight's episode Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got them all banned. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. Impact with trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I am your host, Greg Sylvander. No Ethan Skolnick uh, for this episode. Today's floor plan, uh, we are diving into No Ceiling Himself, Bam Adebayo. And with me to do so, we have... um, Alex Toledo at Tropical Blanket. You can follow him on Twitter and um, somebody who who really articulated kind of where I want to go with this podcast and, and did a great job on five reasons dot com. Uh, that is Brady Hawk, who is with us. At, you can follow him on Twitter, Brady Hawk 305. Um, and you can find me at Greg Sylvander uh, as well. So. We just got through media day, right? And I know you guys, um, we were on the Zoom calls, Brady and I, and Alex, you and Ethan were there. Uh, You guys have downloaded some of that stuff in terms of like your key takeaways. But for me, like what jumped off the page right off the bat was Bam's comments. I felt like the fact that he kind of um, looked the audience per se square in the face and, and confronted a topic that a lot of that was the noisiest as we went into the summer, I thought was a very interesting approach by him. 
Um, so I guess I'm going to start here when we get into Bam out of bio, as that is uh, the topic tonight. That is undeniably the floor plan. Is I, I'd like us to 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 start off by actually hearing it from him and how he responded on what he worked on over the uh, off season and how quickly he went to the topic that I think we're all thinking about um, without saying it. I would say, obviously shooting. You know, that's that's everybody's big take on me. You know, I'm I want to be a shooter. So uh I'm gonna say shooting, uh attacking the basket more often, uh being more assertive and uh picking my spots, you know, where I can actually really excel at and just not getting bored with scoring off of that every play. <laughs> so right there, shooting and being assertive. Like he heard the noise. He heard the critics. Brady, I'm going to start with you because uh, you so eloquently laid out the column. Um, talk to me about like the fact that that's where he went right off top, what that means from his uh, like for his game on court, but just like the mind frame to, to go that way. I thought that it was a really interesting um, thing that he picked up on and he's not running from. What did you take from it? Yeah, I don't think the surprise wasn't that he worked on it all offseason. Like, we know what Pam Adebayo is, his work ethic, the things he focuses on. But I think, like you said, it was just – that was the first thing he said. He said, obviously, shooting. Uh, I think it's – we all know that he has the shooting capabilities. We've seen the mid-range. It's just all come down to confidence. We have continue to talk about that. He can drive. He can shoot. It just comes down to him doing it. And him having the confidence to just say that in, in that type of interview shows that he's willing to – probably take it. Obviously the actions will be differently. Uh, but when you listen back to that, what he said right there, I think one of the main things to take away from that is the part where he was talking about being bored in his spots. I think that's what tells you about him as a shooter. Uh, looking back last season, he was basically forced into a certain role where he had to play from the elbows because he had to facilitate from there. He had to score from there when you lack, you know, initiators in the offense. Now he has Kyle Lowry as these other guys, he's going to be put in different spots where there's zero way he's going to be bored from the way he's, he's going to be playing. He's going to have lob opportunities from Lowry. He's going to be put in different spots, maybe attempt some threes, as we said, maybe spread out to the corner. Uh, but being bored from, I think, the mid-range as a shooter. I don't think just being a shooter means the three. I think we're going to see him from different spots, uh, maybe takes that, that UD coaching and, and takes up a, mid-range, uh, a baseline uh, jumper in the mid-range. I think that'll be important for him just to kind of mix it up, like you said, just not getting bored with what he's doing. So – if he could shoot the three, that's another thing. But I just see assertiveness, as he said, confidence. That's the important part. Yeah, like I think about that spot that he hit the game winner against Brooklyn. Like, let's just get a consistent jumper from that spot all the time. That's automatic. And we're, you know what? We're almost there. I think uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go in a couple directions for you, Alex. One is a shout out to to uh, Gianni from Miami heat beat. Cause he tweeted out, uh, bam out of bio shooting splits from all around the court. And, and it really, uh, illustrated that he's not far away from being a good shooter. Um, but then the assertiveness thing, like Wes Goldberg from locked on heat, shout out to him as well. He pressed bam. And he said like, what did you mean by bored? Like, were you bored last year, Alex? Like when we talk about him being more assertive, um, like to you, like, what does that mean? Field goal attempts wise, he wasn't going to put a points per game average on it. Like I, I saw he didn't hedge his bets there, but like from your perspective, what does assertive mean for Bam Adebayo? Well, look, that's, 
That's a good question. When you talk about field goal attempts and, you know, we've talked about specifically on this pod before about how I've kind of doubted Ben being able to be the, the highest points per game guy points per game guy for this team because of that mentality we talked about and that Brady went into there as, as well as, as about like that role he had last year. I think everything he said yesterday at media day was, you know, it literally checked off all the boxes, at least for me, of what I wanted to hear Bam saying. He did it all, you know, in like 30 seconds, right? Like that clip succinctly put together exactly what I wanted to hear because it wasn't just about him being a shooter, which of course you want to hear that because we see that stroke, right? But the talk about picking his spots, being more aggressive, the confidence, that's everything that Heat fans have been clamoring for for so long. Everything he said is the mentality of a scorer, right? Like knowing when and where to score, uh, having that assertiveness, assertiveness like you talked about and being able to pick your spots, like that's really when you can be able to take it to that next level. Like I feel like he was very, I don't know, he was all over the place last season when it came to the offensive part of his game, specifically scoring, right? Because uh, he was mainly kind of planted into that same area uh, beyond the free throw, kind of right below the three-point line. And, he, and it just kind of went from there. And I think it limited uh, his game a little bit as far as the scoring angle. I still don't know how much uh, his field goal attempts are actually going to rise. I just think he's going to be a lot more efficient in the role. And, and I think he's going to be a better finisher. And I expect the points per game to go up, though. Like, I think if you tell me he's at 20, 21 points per game, I wouldn't be surprised. And he finished last season at 18.7. So that's huge. That's I, already I, a big uh, a big leap to me. And I think that the, the real comparison to make, I was thinking about it leading up to the show, is somebody who Lowry just finished playing with is Siakam, right? Like, they actually, just thinking about that 2019 team that won the championship, they, you know, there's also, that's a kind of a lot of parallels to this team, right? Obviously, we got Lowry. I think Jimmy serves as the Kawhi parallel. And I think Bam really is the Siakam parallel because, Yo, you know, I like this. I like where you're going with this. It's somebody who was maximized by the talent, the talent around him. They're not the same type of player, right? Siakam is not a, uh, you know, a pick and roll big, but he was able to uh, be maximized by having those other talents there. And, you know, he, he didn't have to have so much, so much of a playmaking load like he did uh, the last couple of seasons and probably will have again th this season. And I just think, that's going to be huge for Bam as well. Whereas like Siakam's main uh, go-to move was the spin move. You know, I think Bam picking his spots in different places is going to get him that higher points per game leap that we're looking for. You talk about taking leaps and um, something that we've talked about on five on the floor is, uh, you know, there's, there's alpha players around the league, alpha personalities. I don't necessarily think you need to be an alpha personality to be an alpha player. That's just my take. I don't know that everybody on this show always agrees with that, but um, I, I wanted to circle back um, and kind of pivot to the next thing Bam Adebayo said, and it, it may have been our own Ethan Skolnick that asked him this question as it relates to um, what keeps him motivated, what keeps him going that drive, uh, I thought he he answered the question question in an interesting way, particularly as it relates to the Miami Heat and from the Heat's franchise perspective. So let's dive into that a little bit. It's uh it's deeper than accolades. Uh, you know, everybody in this league chases something, and uh, you know, I'm just it's just motivation. Uh, you know, I love when people doubt me. Uh, I feel like a chip and make a monster. So. You know, I try to find stuff that'll motivate me, like uh, UD's rebounding record, since I'm going to be UD today. Uh, you know, that's motivation. Um, 
you know, seeing what D Wade has done in his career in Miami, you know, that's motivation. That's something I want to do. That's something I want to be a part of and get the experience with. So, uh, yeah, I don't think that, that, that chip will ever leave. Um, you know, it's embedded in me. So, so that was, uh, bam in, in response to Ethan's question about, about, you know, like keeping that drive going. And I thought that I love that he referenced stuff like UD's rebounding record. Cause that's not like the sexiest thing you go after, whether it's an all-star appearance or an MVP. Uh, so where, where I kind of want to go with this is like, how good can Bam Adebayo be this season? Like when we talk about where he ranks um, with, uh, with respect to the league um, on this, team in in this organization he's one of those rising stars you know alonzo said from day one he would be one day have his number in the rafters brady like how is this the season that we see um like is this the differentiator the season where all of a sudden bam out of bio is looked at in a different way um like not just an all-star but actually one of those takeover everyday players yeah, I think it's setting up for that just because, as you said, the takeover thing is the part to harp on. Like, I think a lot of defenses, is, uh, just the same thing as the public, we're kind of waiting for that takeover. I think defenses were waiting for that takeover from night to night. Like, you didn't have a, a base offense. They, they had a base offense, but they didn't have a Kyle Lowry base offense where you can kind of get into things. Now, Bam Adebayo is going to have the, the Lowry enhancements that you know what he's going to get from Lowry. The question is, what is this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What going to do when he's not getting the ball from Lowry? So I think it's the, the, the peak of his, career, of his year this season is going to be when he takes the ball, the assertiveness, when he can drive it to the basket, I think the 15 pounds up top uh, is going to help him just getting to the free throw line, getting to the basket, drawing contact. That's going to be important. That's the, the opposite of the shooter comment is that, that extra weight to kind of take that part of his game to the next level. 
so everything kind of seems like it's pointing in the direction for him taking over, but it always comes down to him choosing to do so. He can do it. We all know he can do it. Uh, but I think it's just up to him. And if he just starts to do that, if you see, like we talked about this before, of like who's going to be the most field goal attempts on the team because they're all so close. Uh, if Bam Adebayo is <laughs> the leading field goal attempts and maybe by one or two shots, then, then, then we're talking about something completely different because then you have Bam Adebayo taking that true leap. You have him going to the next tier of guys. And I think that's basically what unlocks his team to the next tier as well. Like Victor Oladipo is the wild card of this heat team, but the even deeper wild card is just Bam Adebayo doing that type of stuff with that confidence. It's so true. I mean, no ceiling indeed. Um, I want to talk about what he's going to be able to do alongside Kyle Lowry, what Kyle Lowry can do alongside Bam Adebayo. And then we'll close out with probably the most interesting comment about Bam and it didn't come from Bam. But before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the five reasons sports network. And that is prize picks. Uh, it's my personal favorite daily fantasy app, daily fantasy made easy. You literally, uh, log on to the app, pick your favorite stars, choose over and under. You watch your players win. It's super easy. Right now, you can do NFL picks. So there's lots of different stuff you can do on a week-to-week basis uh, for NFL. But if you're more of an NBA person, like a lot of you, uh, of our listeners are, you can do futures. So for opening night, you can do, uh, I, I went and checked this out, Duncan Robinson, 3.6 three-point field goal makes on opening night over or under. So you can take that futures all the way. You can make that bet today for game one of the season. Uh, they also have players like Luka, Don- Luka Doncic and his uh, uh, points per game, Steph Curry and his three-pointers made, 4.9. I don't know that I'm going to go over there. So that gives you a little bit of an idea. You can go to NBA uh, Futures or uh, stick to NFL. There's uh, lots of great activity with NFL right now. Again, go to Prize Picks. If you use the code 5 at sign up and deposit, you will have your deposit matched up to $100. That's use code 5 at prizepicks.com. One of the great sponsors of Five Reasons Sports Network. So back to the regularly scheduled programming. Uh, when Bam was asked about Kyle, did he, did he say Kyle was going to set screens for him? I thought he said something funny like that. I, I, I want to, Alex, I guess I'll go to you here. What is the most interesting part of the Kyle-Bam dynamic? Is it as simple as like just this pick and roll stuff? Like, is it really that easy? Or are there other, uh, the lob threat kind of stuff? Or or is there something kind of underneath that, that, that the, layers to this that maybe we haven't thought about as it relates to Kyle and uh and Bam I mean it's a little bit of both and I know it's kind of a cop-out so I apologize there but look it's true like the the pick and roll stuff is already big enough we all can see that Lowry Bam is going to be a an effective pick and roll combination from start to finish you know the lob the lob threat is always going to be there Lowry is good at making those decisions quickly and timely always getting the ball moving and whether he actually hits Bam, with the lob, the threat is there. Like I said, it, it just helps open things up so much. But, you know, you kind of alluded to it. The, Lowry is going to be screening for Bam. I think I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it just makes so much sense with the size he has, the years of experience he has working in that type of offense, and especially one that is going to thrive on movement, just like I think we're projecting this one too. I just think it makes so much sense. It's hard to not make parallels to those Raptors teams because a lot of those principles are similar, I feel like. And then you talk about uh, what, what what else he's going to do for Bam, you know, again, with the Siakam parallel, 
Lowry was great at helping Siakam get to his spots. And again, they're not the same type of player. But when we're talking about Bam scoring from all these different levels, it's it would be great if he could be a release valve as a shooter, right? I would love that for sure. It would make things easier on Jimmy as well, who, you know, maybe is a little bit slimmer than he was last season <laughs> to have somebody else out there spacing the floor for him. But seriously, Bam getting to his spots, I think it's something that's only going to be uh, helped a ton by Lowry specifically. And I think we're, you know, by the way, I love what Brady touched on with uh, Bam putting on the weight and how it's going to help him get to the line. I think that's huge because Bam was already pretty good at that, but was kind of inconsistent. Like he was not on the same level that Jimmy was. So that's going to be big. The other thing with Bam putting on this weight is he's going to be a walking mismatch because I think he's finally going to put, you know, some of that weight into actually punishing dudes in the post. Obviously smaller dudes on switches because that's just another way that I think his points per game can go up. And I agree with everything Brady said as far as like, if he's really leading the team in field goal attempts by a decent amount, you know, one, two, like that's that's huge and i think i would like to be wrong if bam i would love for bam to be the team in field goals that i think that's kind of the most ideal scenario whether it happens this season we'll see but i do agree that it's going to be set up real nicely for him to thrive and like brady said in in his article on five reasonsports.com you know to just let him go that's it to his point i do want to say of of lowry screening we can tie this back to the shooting thing with Bam. Like, if he's a three-point threat to any degree, like, it doesn't mean he has to be shooting threes like crazy and making him. Like, if he has a defender out there even a little bit and you have then Lowry screening for him out there, that's when this all kind of unlocks together because you have Lowry screening him out there. You have the spacing unlocked. Uh, and then the other thing that you can kind of, when you mentioned layers, I think Duncan is, like, the key to that. Like, if you're talking about the Siakam-Lowry parallel that, that Alex is bringing up, when you have a Duncan Robinson that's popping out with that type of gravity and it like leads to those like uh, doubles when the guy kind of doesn't even have the ball and it leads to those two on ones, like that's going to happen a lot where I think the Lowry Bam, uh, the biggest stuff is going to come when Duncan is on the floor and he's put in these actions uh, in these three man actions. So there's just, I feel like it's endless the amount of stuff they can do. Uh, but the three point threat from Bam kind of changes this all when you have Lowry screening like that. Yeah. He just kind of bluntly came out and said, are you like when he was asked if he's going to take more threes, he just basically said yes. And then moved on to the next question. I thought that was a funny way for him to uh, get quick to the, to the draw and the response there. By the way, that dribble handoff, like, you know, Brady was alluding to there. It's just going to be so potent, man. Like he even said to Brady, what's Duncan going to be around five more years. So we're just going to keep polishing that thing up. And I think that like, what's not broke shall not try to be fixed. So you guys are right. Like that's, going to be a huge part another of it for parallel, him by the way i'm sorry to keep interrupting you the, no, it's, it, the raptors in, in like kind of similar thing we're talking about specifically with the dribble handoff is the gasol and lowry pairing because that's a lot of the times how he was using that similar type of dribble handoff high post and it's very similar type of archetype to the guy who bam has been for the past two seasons so i just think you know lowry has experienced playing with all these different types of roles and i think bam is kind of like a mix of siakam and not Gasol as a player, but Gasol the way he was used in, on the Raptors and on the Grizzlies to a certain extent. I just think, you know, it all meshes together very well. They're just going to have an incredible amount of options that weren't available to them last season. And what they were already good at is only going to get better. And then Did Bam really look bigger, Alex? Huh? Did Bam really look bigger? You were there. Like, did, oh, could oh, you, okay. it was noticeable? So glad you asked me that. Like that, this this is important, and I think you know this is why I went to journalism school. I can confirm, <laughs> Bam is one hundred. He's definitely bigger. Like you know, 
You said Jimmy Slimmer too. Is there any other like you want to sneak anyone else in here that you saw some uh, some heat culture tips as it you know for? Uh... Right. Let me get into this. All right. So first, like with Bam, like I said, he was definitely bigger. He he told Anthony Chang in in that great Q and A it did together that he went from 245 to 260 ever since, you know, he's kind of been able to weightlift again after the shoulder injury that happened in the finals. Uh, and it's a hundred percent true. He, he is swole to, to, you know, to use Miami terminology, he's swole and PJ Tucker was standing next to him. And I'm like, damn, he, you know, we talk about acreage with PJ Tucker, Bam, Bam <laughs> is, is starting to match it. Okay. The other that. one, Tyler, uh, noticeably bigger, you know, wasn't like a, he didn't look swole, but I think he looked a lot more, I don't know, athletic. Like, you know, people pointed out the lower You're going to call him wiry strong? He looked stronger, for sure. Duncan looked a little stronger. Sneaky athletic. KZ looked strong, but the biggest other, the other biggest jump I saw was Depot. Like, <laughs> he came back real swole. And I don't, like, he looks good, man. Like, uh, obviously, I, I only saw him walking around, so I can't make the type of evaluation about his athleticism. Uh uh, he was jumping low off the ground for some of those photos, <laughs> but That's as far funny. as like, he definitely put on, he bulked up a little bit there that you can see it in some of the videos we posted up, by the way, we have, you know, a ginormous fault of YouTube stuff, uh, for media day all over the five reasons sports YouTube channel. If you guys want to check that out, but yeah, they would look, a lot of people came back, bulked up, bulked up and, you know, they brought back Deadman, They brought Markeith Morris. I just think this team is not going to get bullied anymore, man. I think that's that's the actual takeaway from this. Brady, so you said uh, in your column on FiveReasonSports.com, Jimmy Butler said that this is going to allow Bam Adebayo to not have to think about it and to just go. What um, if you had to bet uh, as we get into the regular season, like what's that what's that moment look like when we know Bam is now just going? Yeah, I think it's basically forgetting exactly what we just talked about. Like, no Lowry screening. Just everybody, everybody Get gets out of up the way, the way and, and Bam just takes the, the slower big off the dribble like we all know he can. Like, that's just going. Like, and if we look at all the comments said, uh, we've gone over a lot of them. I don't think any of them stuck out more than what Butler said right there, that how Lowry just opens everything up for him and just allows him to just go. Like, I think that's what they've been waiting for. Uh, finding a piece that allows him to push him in that direction. And, and we kind of speculated that back then, even when they were like getting ready to pick up Kyle Lowry. And now you hear it from the players like Jimmy Butler saying that it's like, like, it's for real. Like if, if they can really get him going like that. And as we said before, knocking up a tier in, in just all around his game, it all comes from that. And I think if you can just get a, get him from different spots, don't allow him to get bored from the elbow or the, or the free throw line extended, put him in the baseline if he has a corner three, you can work from there, like allowing him to play off the catch in that way, because obviously he's not going to have the ball in his hands as much as he once did. Obviously, Jimmy's not going to have the ball in his hands as much either. Um, it's just everything takes off from there. And, and when you're talking about the corner three, by the way, I think the reason why that's so important is because like corner threes is going to be like one of the biggest things for the Heat's offense this season. Like if you look at it, they're going to have, as we mentioned, the, the Duncan pop out. It's going to force it's going to force certain things. Like the corner threes, right? It's going to be PJ Tucker and Markeith Morris. You're going to just be hoping for consistency. Uh, all you need, like Jimmy's one of those guys too. He's not a great outside shooter, but like defenders think twice before going for the complete tag. Like they're not just leaving him open because they know what he can do once he gets it. Like if Bam can get to that type of label and he's in the corner, 
and defenders have to kind of think twice before just completely leaving him, then that's right there is kind of just going. Like if he can get the ball and drive baseline and, and kind of work from different spots, I think that's, that's just where it all ties back together. You know what this all ties back to? This has been brought to you by Hope Trafficker Extraordinaires across the network. Um, but I, I, I have to just give myself credit because yeah, all this points to no ceiling. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.